Special thanks to this week's sponsor, Dr. Cliff Burt and Friends Sports Talk, featuring the best in women's sports and HBCU athletics. Woman of the Month in Review 2023, Woman Executive of the Week, Amy Brooks, NAIA and NCAA D1, D2 and D3 Volleyball Championship Updates. Women CIAA, SIAC, and Division I basketball updates, MEAC, SWAC, and CIAA bowling updates, NCAA Division II football playoff updates, NCAA Division I top 10 update and early national championship playoff picture, NFL Week 13 updates, HBCU men's basketball updates, CIAA and SIAC, DI men's basketball update, NBA updates. Does any of that sound awesome to you? Well, check out the link in this episode's description and show them some love. This is from wired.co.uk. Elijah Wood and Mike Tyson cameo videos were used in a Russian disinformation campaign. <laughs> what? Okay. Videos featuring Elijah Wood, Mike Tyson, and Priscilla Presley have been edited to push anti-Ukraine disinformation, according to Microsoft researchers. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. We got to find out what's going on. For about 340 bucks, actor Elijah Wood can record you a personalized video wishing you a happy birthday. John McGinley, best known for his role in the medical TV show Scrubs, will give you a lengthy pep talk for around $475. Priscilla Presley will record a clip talking about everything from Christmas shopping to Graceland for about 200. These celebrities all use the video sharing platform Cameo to quickly so we know what Cameo is. Okay, some videos have been weaponized by an unknown Russian group. God damn it, you guys are going to fuck Cameo up for everybody. Which has crudely edited the clips and used them part of its wide-ranging information warfare tactics against the Ukraine. So all this shit that you can deepfake these days, all the fucking Russian money that, you know, you guys have at your disposal. I know the citizens don't have it, but you do. The government does, huh? And... <laughs> You just crudely cut together shit that they're saying in order to make uh, pro-Russian stuff, I mean, anti-Ukrainian shit. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, that's what I'm seeing here. That is wild. Wow. Most of Russian narratives highlighted by recent research focus on discrediting Ukraine and its leadership as Russia's full-scale war enters its second winter. However... Um, you know, U.S., England, U.K., I mean, these are holding elections. As this happens, Russia's influence operations are going to change course, I mean, regardless. Wow. Russian malicious actors, including hacker groups, are targeting more European and North American targets to potentially conduct hack and leak operations, blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> that's what you guys have. That's what you got. You're just badly cutting together things that stars have said in order to make disinformation campaigns. For who exactly? I mean, uh, that's, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, if I were you, I wouldn't go look them up. I wouldn't make an effort to watch them. Your Google search history is going to be red flagged quicker than fucking. 
It's going to be red flag quicker than Michael Jackson's personal laptop. But, you know, just don't look it up. But take my word for it. They're pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cringy. But I'm not giving Russia any shit. If you listen to the show and notice, I give America just about as much, if not more shit. <laughs> the government takes our fucking money, too. Anyway, welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Asylum 817 Productions, Spotify, and DistroKid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. This is from News5Cleveland.com. Cleveland, all right. <laughs> this is from Cleveland. Why is why is my my voice is so quiet? There we go. It's like I have to shout, you know, to get any kind of a volume. Anyway, fuck it. <laughs> it's from Cleveland. 31-year-old man shot in the face after refusing to give another guy some potato chips. Oh, that's nice. What a great reason to shoot somebody in the fucking face. Wow. <laughs> Akron police are investigating a shooting that left a 31-year-old man injured. Injured? Not dead? He's just injured? Holy shit. <laughs> the shooting happened before 9 p.m. outside Lusty's Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of place that is. According to police, the victim was shot after a 42-year-old man asked for some of his potato chips. The man then fled the scene in an unknown vehicle, police say. Police arrested the 42-year-old Wednesday night after he had boarded a bus. The victim was transported to Summa Health Akron City Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. You hear that shit? Yeah, non-life-threatening injuries. Shot in the face. Okay, what is Lusty's Adventures? Can we please find out what this is? I, okay, talk about Google search history. <laughs> this is going to be fun to explain to Cassie. Uh, let's look it up. Lusty's Adventures. What is this place? They have a website. <laughs> uh, it appears to be a bar. It's a nightclub. Oh, it's a, it's a nightclub. Okay. <laughs> they don't have a website. Uh, I imagine they wouldn't. It's a gentleman's club. Okay. All right. That's as far as I'm going. My search history, because of strange places, it's like in between strange places and no disclosure, my Google search history is fu <laughs> <it's> fucked. <laughs> I'm glad that Cassie's never seen it. She'd be like, there's something extremely wrong with this guy. This is from the TaiwanNews.com. You know what? I think I'm going to bump my vocals up just a little bit. There we go. All right. That's a little better. Taiwanese man arrested at Thailand airport for smuggling otters in his underwear. Yeah, you heard that right. Otters. As in the little wee animal. The aquatic mammal. Hmm? Otters. Smuggled them in his underpants. <laughs> I think I just headbutted the microphone again. That's a really pissed off looking otter. I've never seen an otter in that state. Coffee. This <laughs> oh. Wow. That thing looks pissed. Well, he's hanging out in some nasty guy's sweaty underpants all day. Taiwanese man was arrested at Thailand's airport. Uh, can, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Airport on December 5th after he was caught by customs officers trying to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog. Into a Taipei-bound flight. That's even worse. Have you ever been in an enclosed area with a prairie dog? They will not shut the fuck up. 
my God, always talking about his wife and how she won't let him, you know, uh, design his man cave how he wants to. How she only allows her fucking, you know, her shit decorated in the living room, but his shit has to go in the man cave. And uh, she still tells him how he needs to arrange everything. Won't let him go bowling with the guys because she thinks that he's still fucking drinking his ass off, even though he hasn't had a drink in like six weeks. And has resorted to drinking fucking mouthwash and inhaling Freon from the refrigerator. Prairie dogs are a pain in the ass, man. 22-year-old man reportedly put the small animals... What? Man. Okay, man. Reportedly put the small animals into his pantyhose. He wears pantyhose. Okay, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I, I thought I read that sentence incorrectly. And secured the bound patches around his waist with packing tape... His odd behavior and visible moving bulges in his pants. <laughs> he needs to, <laughs> He needs to go work at Lusty's Adventures. Maybe they need to expand their repertoire, huh? <laughs> Ladies would be like, damn. <laughs> you should be, <laughs> have him dress up like a superhero and call him the otter, you know. <laughs> his his crotch can dance, you know, to the music as he dances. <laughs> Stuff an otter in there, you're good to go. <laughs> He's walking through an x-ray machine. Yeah, I had the balls to walk through the x-ray machine. Don't you guys know what they do? It's an x-ray machine. They're going to find a lot of extra bones in there around the crotchal regions. If found guilty, this guy could face a fine up to $30,000. Over there, that's almost a million. In between four to ten years in prison, an Asian small-clawed otter, small-clawed otter, He's trying to bring to Taiwan. That's a fucking protected species, dude. This is a serious problem. This is trafficking of animals. The government passed an Enhanced Wildlife Conservation and Protection Act in 2019, making consequences for shit like this way more serious. And I know there's a, you know, the, the, there's a market for this kind of thing. There's a black market, right? But <laughs> the guy did. It's like he didn't even try. You know, he just stuffs these animals in his pants, and they're moving around going fucking crazy. The otters are in there about ready to fucking kill that prairie dog, because the prairie dog will not shut the fuck up about the new toilet he just bought from Lowe's. And he goes through the x-ray machine. <laughs> Do you not know what an x-ray machine does? <laughs> is, uh, lovely. People are smart. Speaking of smart people, for real... It's from APNews.com. Californian passes a state bar exam at 17 years old. Sworn in as an attorney at 17. Damn. You know what I was doing at 17? I don't <laughs> I don't think you want to know. My first, I, I lost my virginity at 17. But uh, that wasn't the only thing I did. Mostly it was sitting on my ass playing Goldeneye and Mario Kart with the boys, cruising around, listening to some really loud music, shitting a lot, and, you know, attending, uh, I was the youngest person in my high school class, so this time I was, what, the tail end of junior year, probably. <laughs> That's all I was doing. That's it. This guy passed fucking bar exam. Good for you. I'm not giving you shit. Good for you. That is awesome. Congratulations. Really. That's terrific. Peter Park is the youngest person to have passed this exam ever. The state bar said Friday in an email to the Associated Press that it could not confirm that Park is the youngest for sure. How do you guys not fucking know that? <laughs> this is the state bar. You guys don't have records? 
Or oh, could it be one of those kind of things? Yeah, maybe. We'll just say he's the youngest. Fuck it. <laughs> Not to diminish any other achievements by anybody else, but... He took the exam in July, received the test results on November 9th. Damn, that took a while. According to a news release issued by District Attorney's Office this week, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it, he said. Damn, that's crazy. But listen to this. You won't. This will blow your mind. He started high school at Oxford Academy in Cyprus at age 13 and began a four-year Juris Doctor program at Northwestern California University School of Law, completing college-level uh, proficiency exams when most of us were still picking each other's asses like a bunch of fucking apes. Graduated high school in 2021, taking the state's high school proficiency exam. He's like, fuck it, I'm testing out of this damn place. <laughs> He's like, I'm testing out. Have you seen these fucking people? Okay, they don't even know what fucking gender they are, and I'm trying to get into them. <laughs> He's sworn in as an attorney on Tuesday. Congratulations. That I think that's great. We very rarely do um, just, you know, kind of good for you, you know, heartwarming stuff on this podcast. That's it, great. Uh, congratulations. Wow. That's awesome. This is from Live Science. This freaked me out. This is one of the few that I've bookmarked here this week. You guys got to hear this. An extremely rare dolphin with thumbs. Fucking thumbs was photographed in a Greek gulf. Yeah, they have a picture of it and everything. This motherfucker has thumbs. Deformed flippers that look like thumbs spotted at the gulf. It, it functions like a thumb too. It's fucking prehensile. It likely acquired what happens to be a genetic defect during development in the womb. You're calling thumbs a genetic defect? I think the absence of thumbs is a genetic defect, you assholes. Who isn't completely terrified by this? We know that dolphins are like as smart as us, right? <laughs> Their languages are, are more complex than anything we've ever come up with. Not just that. I mean, these things are remarkably fucking intelligent. If we start seeing thumbs on more and more dolphins, we know what happened. It has. It, it is a dream for many to return to monkey. I know you need some heavy amounts of obamium to do that. That shit's hard to get. But returning to monkey is a dream for many, including myself. But there are a select few. We would call them type A, fuck it, we call them type A plus personalities that have decided to evolve to crab. You want to evolve to crab? Dude, <laughs> not even Obamium's going to help you. I mean, that's gonna, that takes a lot. And here we go. We finally know what the middle step is. I've always wondered this. If you were to finally evolve to crab... You know, if you chose that route, become some crazy hyper-evolved human crab, then this is the midpoint right here. Dolphin with thumbs. We finally know. <laughs> this dolphin was spotted on two occasions before it was photographed. That's crazy. The animal kept pace with the rest of its pod. It could swim just fine. That's wild. Very first time we saw the surprising flipper morphology in 30 years of surveys in the open sea. If this becomes a thing, th that's honestly fucking terrifying. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. Wow. <laughs> and they're calling it a genetic defect. Don't you think that the absence of thumbs would be a genetic defect? Dolphins with thumbs. That's, that's fucking crazy. We need to keep an eye on that guy. Because that dolphin... Dolphins are fucking smart, boy. They're remarkably intelligent. If that dolphin starts building shit, you know, well, I don't know what to do. Just keep an eye on him, all right? Just keep an eye on him. Because it takes, you know, this is probably going to take millions of years either to devolve to monkey or evolve to crab. You know, 
But still, this is the midpoint. This guy's been working really hard at it. Good job for you. We finally know what the mid-level is. Dolphin with thumbs. This is from AP News. A Kentucky family gets an early gift. A baby owl in their Christmas tree. Oh, that's a pretty baby. <laughs> would an owl rip your face off? Is that one of those birds that would do that? Oh, it's a baby owl, right? Babies usually pretty docile because they're babies. Oh, I don't know. I, I would be afraid to approach it. It's cute and it's adorable and it's sweet. <laughs> it's a little baby owl. But yeah, could a baby owl still rip your face off? This is from Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> Hop, skip, and a jump away from me. One Kentucky family got a little something extra when they picked out their Christmas tree this year. A baby, a baby owl. That's so, <laughs> so cute. Lexington resident Michelle White told WK, WDKY TV. I could do that better. WDKY TV. It's a tradition for the family to pick out a Christmas tree every year. Oh, for the family? <laughs> yeah, for Just for that family. I like how they worded that. Pick out a Christmas tree. <laughs> That's crazy. They had the tree in their home for four days. They didn't notice anything unusual. They have three dogs. So no indication. But one day, dogs start going apeshit. There was an owl sitting on the lower limb, just hanging out. It crawled up to the tree further. It took me several minutes to even find it. That's crazy. <laughs> Everybody's going to have a Merry Christmas now. So what are you going to do? There's no, um, the, you know, the, there's no follow-up there. You know, there's nothing. What Are they going to release it back into the wild? Is it going to be, can you legally own an owl like that? I'm not going to look into it, but that's very interesting. Are, <laughs> that's cool. Are they going to have a little buddy now? Huh? Baby owl? That's awesome. This is from, uh, <laughs> this is cool. WUSA9.com. Gingerbread man tries to walk into a stranger's house in Arlington. <laughs> It's dude, what? One man said, this guy dressed up in a giant inflatable gingerbread man costume just walked up to somebody's house and tried to open his front door. I'm not shitting you. Arlington County, Virginia. Imagine sitting down for dinner with your family and you get a ring notification. You check the camera, but it's not a delivery person. It's the fucking gingerbread man. <laughs> He's... <laughs> That's oh man, that would that would turn my fam that would turn my brain to shit. I mean, instantly. My wife said, "Hey, listen, there's this guy. Don't ring the doorbell. He's just standing there, and he's in a giant gingerbread man costume." I'm like, "Gingerbread man?" She said, "What? Yeah, I know. That'd be a really interesting conversation. The gingerbread man's out there. Didn't know how to react. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Big picture window, and there's a giant gingerbread man sitting out there. Took a video of the guy." Community member filed an online report regarding suspicious circumstances, and the police had to say this. Okay, this is from the actual police report. December 13th, a man in a gingerbread costume tried to open the door of a residence. <laughs> Upon finding the door was locked, walked away casually. They said the word casually. A witness approached the subject outside, and it reportedly stated that he was looking for a friend's house. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> What's the goal? Just to see if they're home, enter the house? It's a good thing they had their fucking doors locked. My God. I mean, could you imagine just sitting there, you know, chilling out with the family and you hear, Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> or you know what would be worse? What would be scarier? You're a monster! 
In a slightly less appealing kind of foodish news, this is from the BBC, Tesco recalls Christmas stuffing mix because it may contain moths. Oh, that's Oh, that's gross. Moths? What is more unappealing to accidentally eat than a fucking moth? Batch of Christmas stuffing mix recalled due to the possible presence of moths in the product. How does that happen? The batch of Tesco's finest, finest my ass, apple and cranberry stuffing mix, <laughs> apple, cranberry, and moth stuffing mix. <laughs> Maybe unfit for human consumption. You don't say. Customers can return the 130 gram packets without a receipt for a full refund, says Tesco. What the fuck are you going to refund it for? <laughs> More? <laughs> what if you want moths in your stuffing? Huh? Do you have to return it? Is this the thing you have to do? What if you got a thing for eating moths? Tesco, which apologized for the inconvenience. That's fucking disgusting. The stuffing batch had a best before date of September 2024. So most people... Have you looked at this? Okay. Best before date, September 2024. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of you out there that have this shit in your pantry and you have no idea. There's like moth parts in there. We're recalling a single batch due to the possibility of presence of moths. That's fucking, that just, oh, it does, man. It makes my skin crawl. It's understood the moths may have gotten into the stuffing mix through one of the raw ingredients. The particular batch that was affected has been pulled from sale, but later batches of the mix are still available in store and online. Are you absolutely fucking sure that the later batches are okay? I suspect a little bit of a dip in sales. Cranberries, which are now seen as a traditional element of British Christmas dinner, seem to be important from the U.S., where berries grow in bogs on the East Coast and have long been a popular accompaniment to Thanksgiving meals. We know this. Thank you, news. I swear, a lot of you guys have to hit a certain fucking word count, don't you? Have you guys heard about this? Someone sent this to me on Facebook just yesterday. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a meme. Apparently, this is real. I had no idea. I didn't even call, I didn't say anything about it because I thought this was, you know, just I was like, oh, that's funny. No, apparently, this is really happening. Fox 13, the after school Satan club coming to Memphis Elementary School. I'm not shitting you. Benevolence and empathy, critical thinking, problem solving. I'm, I want to read this fucking flyer. Because someone sent this to me. Do I still have a picture from the actual flyer? Because it looks like Fox is blurring it. No, someone sent me a picture of the actual, actual fucking flyer. Now, while I pull this up, come on, you piece of shit. All right, there it goes. All right, I have the actual flyer before it was edited by the news. Okay, so Memphis, Tennessee, a new club coming to a Memphis elementary school. And it was funny that the person sent me this is from Memphis, so that's probably where they saw it. The Satanic Temple announced that after school Satan Club is coming to Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova, a school that is part of the Memphis... Oh, my God. <laughs> the Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represents a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. You know who else fucking did that? How about Joan of Arc? You know, just somebody... <laughs> Paul the Apostle. Even if you don't want to go Christian, there you go. Fucking Joan of Arc. I know another one. Nelson Mandela. How about using him instead of Satan? You fucking morons. <laughs> Rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Well, that's that's real good. 
<laughs> I could just uh, see that meeting now. We need somebody that rejects tyranny, championing the human mind and spirit. Someone raises their hand. Mahatma Gandhi? No, no, that one's too easy. Mother Teresa? Nah, we shouldn't go, you know, religious. Okay, Nelson Mandela? That's a good one. No, no, no. Let's see. Uh, how about Satan? <laughs> After Satan Club, school Satan Club? Oh, my God. Does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Just by using the word fucking Satan, you're already doing that. The Satanic Temple supports children to think for themselves. All after school, Satan. <laughs> it's kind of funny that when a group who has decided that they're going to think this way and follow this, they encourage children to think for themselves. If you want to encourage children to think for themselves, maybe you should get people who actually do think for themselves to teach them. Because anybody belonging to any kind of group whatsoever thinks about the collective, thinks about whatever the group thinks about. They don't think for themselves. They've chosen where they're going. Hell after school Satan clubs. Oh my God. That's fucking crazy. Now, if you want to hear from the original, the actual flyer, uh, give me a second. Let me see if I can pull this back up because my computer just is like, hey, I know what you just had pulled up two seconds <laughs> two seconds ago. Let's go ahead and just forget that. Okay. Let's pull up this flyer. Is that the biggest I can make it? This is going to be fucking fun. Okay. So most of what they said on the news is what this says. Uh, you know, the not, uh, uh, do not attempt to convert children, blah, blah, blah. Encourages children to think for themselves. Okay, what are they doing? Science projects, community service projects, really. <laughs> Puzzles and games, nature activities. Are you guys aware of like what Satan is, like what he's done? Okay. I don't think he's really involved in community service. <laughs> Chimney Rock, the only community service he's ever done, be like, hey, I know God wasn't supposed to let you know this shit just yet, but just to piss him off, here, I call this fire. I call this metallurgy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sponsored by the Satanic Temple and Reason Alliance. This is crazy. Starts at 3.30 p.m., ends at 4.30 p.m. It's only an hour. Satan's very, very fucking busy. He's got a lot on his plate. This is the longest he could pencil you in. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. You stupid assholes. You guys got a lot of fucking balls, man. That's just crazy. And what has the school said anything about this? As a public school, yeah, they did. As a public school district, we're committed to upholding the principles of the First Amendment, which guarantees equal access to all nonprofit organizations seeking to use our facilities after school hours. They're fucking allowing it. Board Policy 7002 outlines this commitment, allowing community groups and government entities to rent school property outside of school hours. That's cool. Wow. Things have really fucking gone to shit. When you have schools... See? That's crazy. What happened? This is exactly what you were afraid of, old-timers. Look at this. It's here. It's now. It's fucking happening. They took in God we trust out of there. Huh? We don't do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore, and now the Satanic Temple can freely rent out your school space where you send your fucking children. Are you idiots not aware of what Satan is? You're using an entity, a literary fucking figure, my ass. You're using an entity, a real living, breathing entity, that decide that, you know, God brings the new baby home Old Lucy gets jealous 
and decides to fucking nuke everything. <laughs> Starts a war in a place where there shouldn't have ever been war. Cast down to here and has been fucking with us ever since. That's the one you choose. You might not believe that Satan's real. That's great. You might see him as just a literary figure. But you know what? I call bullshit because there were a lot of real figures out there, historical ones, that uh, were all about what you're saying you're about. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Was <laughs> You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. <laughs> I know who did that. Jesus Christ did. What about him? <laughs> I think there's something more to this satanic t temple. I think, uh, you know, you, you guys keep saying, oh, we don't worship Satan. We're not about Satan. We just use him as kind of a, you know, an example. Really? Okay. That's all you could come up with? So that's a group I don't want to follow instantly, immediately, even if I wasn't a Christian, because they're that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just see the list, you know. You got fucking Martin Luther King on there. You got Socrates. You know, you have all these great people. Oh, Satan. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. We do one more. <laughs> so fucking stupid. And then you have schools that are allowing, because of this legalese bullshit, they're allowing any community group to rent their school. How far is it going to go? Where are you going to draw the fucking line? I'm sorry. But these Satanists have fucked them. And not just me being a Christian either. They're that fucking stupid. You know, these people shouldn't be allowed to ban. If you want to reject tyranny and if you want to do all this and you know come up with a figure that exemplifies that and the closest thing you can come up with is Satan, I don't think you guys should be renting anything. <laughs> this is from techexplore.com. Pisses me off. Chinese mourners use AI to digitally res resurrect the dead. Yeah, this is a thing. A quiet cemetery in eastern China. Bereaved father Siku Wu pulls out his phone, places it on a gravestone, and plays a recording of his son. Wow. So, these are words the late student never spoke, but brought into being with artificial intelligence. I don't know, guys. A lot of people are chiming in about this right now. I mean, they... Uh, they can train the AI. It starts acting like the person who's deceased. They sound like the person who's deceased. You can alter their personality. You can, you know, be there with it as it grows and learns and as it becomes what it's supposed to become. You kind of guide it along the way so it can become as close to the deceased as possible. I don't think that's good. You know, I'm, I'm, I hate to be that guy, but I'm kind of with the people who are a little freaked out about it. Because you're taking away, completely taking away, a person's ability to mourn properly. You know what I mean? There's stages to grief. Grief is something that you have to go through as a person. And then you're going to get these, un, like, these Church of Satan fuckers. You're going to get, I'm not saying it's going to get that bad, but you're going to get wackos like that too. You're going to get people that you know, lose all concept of life and death, right? They're just going to create an AI. That's that. I don't know, man. That bothers me. Because dealing with grief, dealing with death, that's a part of life, man. And you being able to get through that, right, and live life with it and grow from it and learn and use it to, you know, carry on. That, that, that's so important. And you're going to take away people's ability to do that. I think that's fucking dangerous shit. But hey, hey, at least at the very least... 
they're not forming a Satan club and you know, inviting kids to go check it out. That's all, friends. Special thanks to this week's sponsors who make this show possible. And head to Asylum817.com. Yes, that's Asylum817.com to check out all things your humble host as well as my other artistic ventures. Yes, we reopened Asylum817.com. I'm sorry that it went down for a while. Had nothing to do with the business. Business is booming. But it had, you know, nothing to do with any of that tanking. It's just that I took some really shitty business advice from somebody that I wouldn't put in charge of a fucking ant farm. And, you know, I, the website is a good thing to have around. So I reopened it, Asylum817.com. Go check it out. Everything I do is under that banner right there. All of my art, my other podcasts, my music, my books, all under their one-stop shop. So check it out. Make sure to also check out the link to our Patreon page in this episode's description, where as little as a dollar a month, you can get everything from bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, giveaways of certain tiers, outtakes, bloopers, and a podcast just for the patrons. Who does that? If you're the kind of cat that likes to go there directly, patreon.com slash asylum817. Special thanks to the patrons, by the way, the Conkle Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, Dillagaff, Kristen Bell, I appreciate you guys. And yeah, that is everything. That's all she wrote. Bing, bobbity, boop, boop, done. I'm not going to say bada bing, bada boom. Number one, I don't have any Italian in me. And that's just weird. All right. Bye bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. How could you still, I mean, how could you sound cool even saying bada bing, bada boom, hey, <laughs> bada bing? It doesn't sound cool. Like, even if you're an Italian, it doesn't sound cool. You're just like, okay. <laughs> Do Italians even say that? Like, if you go to an Italian and say bada bing, uh, hey, bada boom, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Will you get your ass kicked? Somebody try this because I don't want to. Did you know it's the face of Mia? No disclosure, business. Confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. Nothing has a right to throw. This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel of Wicker Way Drive and presents Free Them Season 1. They let the dogs out. At Wicker Way Drive, they're not just about music. They're about the undeniable magic that happens when beats, rhythms, and melodies collide to create an experience that transcends boundaries. Their mission? Forge an unbreakable community of music enthusiasts who share a common love for discovering the uncharted, the groundbreaking, and the extraordinary. So buckle up and immerse yourself in the sonic journey that is season one of Free Them. Their YouTube channel is a haven for aficionados of rock, pop, country, rap, hip-hop, hip-hop, Americana, folk, blues, and beyond. Brace yourself for an exploration of soundscapes featuring phenomenal talents like The Light Bulbs, Rhett Wicker, LT Braddock, Cocaine Cash, Dance Da Vinci, The SHP, The Hangout, Naif Intent, and The Cover-Up. As a musician myself, I've personally delved into the extraordinary sounds of these independent and unsigned artists. Wickerway Drive is more than just a YouTube channel. It's a sanctuary for uplifting musicians and exposing listeners to tunes rarely heard on traditional radio or seen on TV. Join them on this musical escapade. Hit those like and subscribe buttons, leave a comment, and don't forget to ring that notification bell, ensuring you never miss a beat. Embark on this sonic adventure with them, and in the process, they'll free you too, because at Wicker Way Drive, they believe that absolutely everyone deserves to discover new music in an awesome and meaningful way.